for me, when I travel with giving back, it's really about understanding that the businesses I am buying from, eating at, staying at, are owned by local people. So, so my money is not going to Starbucks, right? For me, I don't think that's right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we have a Spanish guest speaking with us. Welcome, Marina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy. All right. So I would love to start this episode with a couple of quick questions just for our audience to get to know you and a bit of a vibe of what kind of nomad you are. And my first question is, how long have you been nomading? Um, so for the last um, three years, I've been more or less living of my backpack. Wow. So for the, wait, for the last three years, you've been backpacking and then you transformed into like digital nomad? Yeah. So, so I guess um, I was always living abroad anyways. And um, I started traveling in, in 2019. So I left my corporate job, um, left my house, put everything in storage um, and started traveling to try and figure out um, life. Um, and then, of course, we all know what happened in 2020. Um, so at that point, um, I was um, in Southeast Asia in the Philippines and flew back to Europe. Um, and yeah, I mean, well, I had a, a you know Southeast Asia backpack in in Sweden, which wasn't very useful at the time. So I started um, two journeys: one into minimalism, uh, and the other one um, I um, started consulting at that point. And that's how I started my my location independent um, business. Cool. Where were you in the Philippines? Um, I was in Cebu. So I was I was very lucky because I just flew back from um, Shiragao and they close all of the transport between the islands. Um, but Cebu has an international airport. So I was in Cebu without being able to move um, from the hotel for about two weeks before I could get a plane um, to fly out. Oh, wow. I used to live in the Philippines. I love it. <laughs> Uh, where did you live? Well, I lived in Manila because I was working there. But yeah, I was there for two years. So I, I saw a lot um, of the Philippines. It's been like, so it was my, like, I guess there was important for me because I, I learned a lot, like how to speak English and my English language as in like professional. Like I learned uh -huh. all of that over there because in the Philippines, they speak very well English. Yes. Yeah, they do. I do have a number of friends uh, in Manila as well. All right. And where are you talking from right now? So I'm visiting families. So I found time to, you know, get settled and, and find a time for, for us to chat. Um, and, and this is in Spain where I'm visiting family. Cool, cool. Love Spain. And you already said that you started consulting. Is that still how you make a living today? Yes. Um, so, so there are definitely, it's not, um, you know, all easy and, and there's, there's so many parts of it because there is a consulting job. There is the job of finding, finding customers and there is the job of, um, you know, building this mindset where you don't freak out if you realize that you're not going to have an income for um, a number of months or that it is not consistent because sometimes you have more clients or less clients. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know, sometimes I'm traveling full time and I also am like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take a break, right, if, if there are not clients. So typically I try to line it up with that. But yeah, so so far, um, that's that's what I'm doing. 
Um, what I would like to do is, is to figure out a, a business model that doesn't require my time. So I think that's the ultimate goal of, of any digital nomad, right? So a little bit of um, building that passive income because I think that, you know, um, consulting, uh, freelancing, all of these, these type of jobs, well, it gives you a little bit more of freedom than working full-time for a company, but you still, you know, need to uh, adapt to your clients, to the time zones, to the projects you're working on. And, um, you know, I, ideally, um, it's the, the best is, you know, to have several sources of revenue and, and ultimately have uh, your own business as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I do think that a lot, we talked about this on the podcast with um, Anna, she has a podcast agency and she, she do, she used to do like freelancing and then now she built it out into a podcast agency. So Uh it's not like depending, she's not literally selling her time. So, but all of that took a journey. Like I think she has this agency for either three or five years. I can't remember. Um, but it's been like a really long process. So I think it's also good for everyone who's listening right now. That's like the ultimate dream, but to get there is not an overnight thing or even maybe within a couple of weeks because you need that experience to also understand how you can create that business model. Even like when you build it, it's not overnight that that passive income will be meaningful enough for you to yeah. to leave it, right? Because I think there there are a number of things that we can all do to um, get a little bit of additional income. Still, it's not the main revenue, right? So yeah, it's definitely the goal. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll get there. There is always time. So well, if you have actually any specific questions on that. Like we can always chat about it because we have in our insider club, we have like experienced digital nomads coming on and sharing their experience and how they Hmm. like literally how they did stuff. So it's a really nice way. Yeah. It's like a really nice way to kind of take the learning into more like an interactive um, uh, meeting instead of the podcast, because I love this podcast because it's like fun stories and we will get to that. But there is so much more at Digital Nomads Daily to help not just new nomads, but also us. Because, I mean, I've been doing this for five years and I still fall flat on my face. Like, <laughs> and, and I think, you know, that's it's so important. So also for anyone who's at any point of their um, digital nomad in journey, it's so important to be connected with our community because... I mean, I'm, I'm sure it happens to all of us, right? Like you get pushback comments from um, your environment at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the majority of people are not trying to, you know, leave everything behind and leave every three months in a different country. So, so you do get a lot of questions from people who don't understand why you're doing it. You know, what do you get out of it? And while that's great, it's also great to have the other side of the community where you can get inspiration, right? Where you're not the one who's more advanced in your journeys, but you can um, really get to know other people. How are they doing it? What do they find? And uh, without that, I don't think we could do anything, really. True. Yeah, I totally I totally feel that. Like a part of this lifestyle is the community that also makes it so magical, so how how do you then build community? Because if you were if you like change locations every three months, I mean, I consider that as slow travel because you're not like hopping too quick. But how do you build like yeah. community? 
So, so that is uh, always a struggle. Um, so I'm a super extrovert person and I love meeting new people. But I think that the problem with, um, you know, changing locations is building those deep, meaningful connections. And also, um, it is not the same if you're always having like good days and you're always, you know, happy, happy and wanting to meet new people, having that energy. Uh, but maybe you have like a horrible day and then you want to chat with a friend over a you know, cup of coffee um, without you know, introducing themselves, yourself as, hey, I'm this wonderful person who travels the world and here is my Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's where it, it gets very tough and it can be very lonely. So for me, I started trying to find more either recurrent places where I come back uh, seasonally, where I already know people. Um, and definitely slow down the, the pace of travel. And when I'm traveling faster or to, um, to new locations, I'm always staying in um, shared accommodations or, you know, any place where I can just go and meet people. Um, and I'm, I'm typically very um, organized and fast in, in doing, doing that. So when I'm going to a new location, I always follow all of the local businesses um, on Instagram or on Google. I find all of the yoga, Pilates places, any groups that there might be on Slack or something like that. I guess you do learn as a digital nomad to to put yourself out there, you know, introduce myself in all the groups and text absolutely everyone without ego behind it. Like, hi, want to have a coffee? <laughs> Could get rejected and ignored a million times. I don't care. Honestly, I just want to meet people. And then, but, but I think it's still very tough because particularly I think what, what you know, what I find is that you meet someone, you connect more with some people than, than with other people. And then someone you connected with might be, you know, just to leave in the week you arrived or things like that. So I think there are so many, you know, tactics um, to do. And I, I had a time as well where I traveled a little bit less in, in share accommodations because, you know, I was like, oh, no, but I do want to have a clean kitchen. And now I'm like, no, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to meet people. So so I'll completely drop my standards and on, you know, um, what's a clean kitchen. I just don't care. I'll, I'll have fun. It is a, a hard balance. So for me, um, the one that I that I found that works better for me, it's to every now and then come back to one place. And that place for me has been the Canary Islands. So, yeah, I, I would I would definitely come back to the same place. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and you can always get to know places you've already been um, deeper, um, get to know more local businesses, more people, you know, all of these hidden things that were in the street you didn't know about. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I also can imagine that as like more digital nomads come there, new businesses also open up. So there's always like, yeah, new stuff to explore. It's never the same. And it also then attracts new people. So that's more like when you're in a location, right? How do you do that when you're not in a location? Are you a big WhatsApper or like stay in touch with people? Or does that kind of naturally fades away and it's all good? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best way to to build a community is to do something that, you know, to find what you like to do and to find either, you know, communities that do that. So, for example, in my case, I do a lot of um, yoga and Pilates. I kite surf and I surf. So actually the, the surf community is not 
they, there's no not community with the with the surfers. I find that uh, quite interesting. But the kite surf community is quite tied together. Um, and then you start building a routine and you start meeting people that are going to um, to the sports. Saying if you do yoga or Pilates, so just find a studio, a studio that is local and then start meeting people to do that activity. Mm-hmm. So then you start building a routine with someone. Um, and then, of course, after going to yoga or Pilates, wherever it is, you can go and have a coffee. Um, you can go to the crew working together things like that. So you start building a little bit. I think it's also because um, with the digital nomad community, I think it's relevant to say there's so many events around drinking, right? So just going out at night and drinking. And I'm not a big party person. So I'm I'm a morning person. I like to wake up and and see the sunrise and, and surf and, you know, then do yoga or something like that. But for me, it's about finding the the people who will then go on and do things with me, like hiking um, and all of, of these other kind of things. And I find those people doing doing these activities and particularly also going on my own. So if, for example, I already go with a friend to yoga, I will I won't probably meet anyone. But if I go on my own, it is very likely that I start talking to people. So yeah. I would say, yeah, choose what you like, go to those places and go on your own. And of course, talk to people. Yeah, yeah I guess a, a very interesting point there is, well, actually a couple, like, yeah, find what you really like doing. And then there's community around it. Like we had an episode with Marcel. He's identifies himself more as an introvert and he really enjoys stand-up comedy and those kind of things so through that he would find like his groups because he's also not the person that's gonna introduce himself in like a big group like hi I'm here because he's more introvert actually um so so a big disclaimer as well um so I traveled with my partner um so we, we met years ago and I guess we both went into um, this journey. Um, so a lot of people I meet um, tells me like, oh, but it's so easy to change change locations because you're already with someone. And I do recognize that, but at the same time, it means you really need to, you know, push yourself as well to meet new people because, um, I mean, I've been traveling for three years with my partner. By all means, I cannot be with, you know, together. Um, at all times, um, and, and particularly, I'm, I'm such an extrovert, so I do need to meet all of these new people. So it's it is very important that you know you just don't get any comfortable and start from day one meeting everyone. And and then I guess once you meet a number of people, um, you don't need to be in all of these you know Slack groups, Facebook groups, whatever it is. Yeah, definitely. And also when you travel, I travel with a partner too. But just because he's like, we're together, like we still need our own lives. It's very important yeah. to have your own life. But it, I, I think because there's always someone there, maybe I do feel less lonely, but you can kind of kill the loneliness by going to places where you will likely find people that you enjoy hanging out with. So what you said, like coming back to places or yeah, if you have, a certain if you're really into hiking you probably really want to go to a place where you can actually hike and, and um actually there is one more aspect about you know traveling local which is not only uh 
not only the ability to um, get quickly into that community, so you build your life there if you're going to stay for three months, you know, <laughs> you need to start from day one. But for me, it's very important to get connected with, you know, the local community. So those who, you know, belong to to the country or region you're in. I think for several reasons. First, I, I find it respectful that if I go to a place and I'm, you know, I'm not just someone who's, um, I don't know, enjoying their, their beautiful, you know, waves and, and magnificent fruits, but um, someone who is, you know, in some way or another, uh, giving back to the community and even if that means that you know I'm just I listen to them I understand where they are coming from I, I know what they do I know what what their struggles are and and then I think it gets you to for me when I travel with giving back it's really about understanding that the businesses I am buying from, eating at, staying at, are owned by local people. So, so my money is not going to Starbucks, right? For me, I don't think that's right. Um, I think I, I should give back to the local businesses by consuming what, what I do um, in their businesses. Um, and then I do like to connect and talk to them, ask them tons of questions. And of course, for me, for example, in South America, it's very easy. Um, yeah, because I think it is really fair that for all of us who travel and, you know, like sometimes we earn salaries from the Western world and spend our lives in, in you know, less privileged countries. I think it's so important that, you know, we somehow try to give back to, to the local community. So I do want to, to share that. So I really love what you said about giving back to local communities. Totally agree with that. We have an episode with Tarek from Nomads Giving Back about this topic. Giving back to local communities doesn't mean donating money. There's so many different ways. You already mentioned a little bit. What tips would you give to other digital nomads on how they could give back or how you give back whenever you go to a destination? I think it's it's so important not to you know, be afraid of, of just building conversations uh, with the locals and taking it from there, right? So I think having conversations with them, just just really understanding their, their point of view and, you know, um, how is their upbringing? Um, how, you know, how do they do businesses? They are actually quite business oriented in, in you know, in all of these countries, a lot more than, than we are. Um, it's so interesting. So for me, for me, it's a way of giving back. It's really to understand their their perspective. It gives them back, and and it gives me back as well. So you definitely don't be afraid of you know speaking to the locals, and then um, ensuring that what I consume it also goes back to the local community, right? So even if sometimes I'm dying for for having you know a coffee the, the way I like it, um, but I will still you know try to go to all different local cafes until I find the one that that I really like and I can um, keep coming back. It it is typically such a difference as well, and and you know economically if you go to a local restaurant in any of these countries you're probably paying like three or five euros dollars whatever currency you're in well if you go to um, an international chain you you might be paying um you know western prices so i think it just you know it's, it's fair for everyone and then some of my best experiences I had in Mexico with um, meeting local people I obviously have the advantage of speaking the same language but 
um, thanks to, you know, talking to them, meeting some people, I ended up in some cenotes and some, you know, landscapes and, and houses that otherwise I would not have been there in. And I had, um, you know, even local people asking me, like, you know, business owners, oh, like, how did you get to this, you know, Sonata restaurant? We want more people like you. How did you hear about us? And and I think it is it is great and never eaten so good as, as doing that. So definitely don't just get into the bubble of, you know, who's who's your, your digital nomad community. That's very interesting. But, you know, what country are you in? What's about the country that's special? What's the local food cooked by local? and you know get to know all of all of the things about the country as well yeah I love that that's so good I feel like we can do a whole episode on how to live a nomad lifestyle as a local (laughs) we can (laughs) so all right but let's also be kind to the time of, of our listeners so before we go I always ask my guests if they have one question for me do you have a question yeah, so um how how did you do, you know, when you arrived to Brazil to to kind of, you know, get set up and, and find what you like and start doing, you know, your little routine? Yeah, so I'm also someone that really likes going to local places. So we have that in common. And I just um my routines are usually the same. I'm a morning person, so I will just wake up, do a bit of stretches, do my work. And then in the afternoon, I love to like go for a stroll. I love like going to the beach and get a coconut there. And yeah, and then I will just explore the town or the place where I'm at. And usually also just like local businesses. I I don't even like Starbucks coffee, actually. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just doing that. Um, I don't speak Portuguese, but yeah, with Google Translate, I'm I'm trying to ask questions and to take like classes, like surf classes, yoga classes, dance classes, those kinds of things. People love it. And it's always good fun. And with hands and body, you can say so much with your body. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Um, I really love love today's chat. And where can people find you online? Um, so I'm on Instagram. Uh, my name is nomadic underscore marina. And uh, yeah, I'll be um, soon. I don't know in what part of the world, but um, <laughs> I'm on the road all the time. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining today. I really enjoyed it. Happy nomadic. <laughs> yeah, happy nomading. It's so great to have this chat together.